0: Welcome to Un-Uninformed. My name is Kendall Monette.
1: And this is Sean Seavey.
0: Each week we bring you current events in 20 minutes or less.
1: We give you the news that matters so you don't feel so dumb around your smart friends.
0: Okay, so today we'll be talking about the first debate between Trump and Hillary, which will happen later tonight. This is predicted to be one of the most watched events in television history, so we thought it'd be worth talking about.
1: But first, let's go over the top headlines. Back to the Future-inspired Nike power laces have finally come. And you may have heard of this over the summer, Kendall, but it was actually announced over Twitter last week that of the actual launch date, which will be November 28th. So yeah, no, October 21st, 2015. Um, should have been the launch date. That, that's disgraceful. Um, and then another thing is, will this have a negative effect on US's, the United States' obesity epidemic? I mean, we're not
0: even willing to tie our shoes. Or it could improve things. It could be like Pokemon Go, where it's an app on your phone, but it incentivizes people to get out and move. So, um,
1: but, but the good thing is, they did mention briefly that these power laces could help people that aren't able to tie their shoes. But I, I also come up with another issue with that. If you're not able to tie your shoes and you have a major disability, is your insurance going to pay for these probably overpriced shoes?
0: Yeah, I think that's a good uh, topic of discussion. Maybe we can bring that up on our episode about Obamacare. <laughs> hey, Obamacare covering Nike... Power laces.
1: Power laces. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yes, thank you, Marty McFly.
0: All right, Sean. So the first story I have for you is the battle for Mosul. So Mosul is the third largest city in Iraq, and it is currently held by ISIS. And so um, the prime minister of... Iraq recently did an interview in which he revealed that this is their main strategy. This is the next move in the war against ISIS.
1: Okay, so why is it important that we're backing with them?
0: Okay, good question. So the U.S.-led coalition against ISIS will be providing air support and operational support for the Iraqi efforts to take the city back from ISIS. But um, the term boots on the ground is sometimes thrown around, so... We won't have boots on the ground. We won't have a lot of troops in this conflict. It will mostly be an Iraqi-led effort, but I think it's important for people to know that ISIS is kind of in retreat, and so um, it's a big deal. There's It's a big stronghold for ISIS, but the prime minister is very confident. They're going into this very confidently, and uh, they're they're moving forward. So we'd like to give you some uh, news outside of the
1: U.S. and sometimes outside of this world. How about life on other planets? So NASA is going to have a teleconference about this today at 2 p.m. Eastern. And in the the press release, they said there would be, quote, evidence of surprising activity on Europa. And actually, that's all the press release said. Um, but I, I kind of looked further into it, and this summer... Uh, there was some research that there was salty one uh, salty water under the icy surface of Europa. So basically, we have, uh, yeah, we have ice and underneath it, m- maybe there's salty water. That's what they're speculating. This summer, um, we're not looking for people that look like us, uh, um, but maybe some organic matter or something like that, or at least a habitat where it could exist. Mm, okay, and obviously ice. Is not very life friendly. Um, so but polar s-
0: bears and penguins—that's what we're talking about here.
1: Yeah, but they don't live in ice; they live in salt water. So coldish salt water—I mean, potential of life. I mean, think most of the life we f- find on Earth is in cold salt water. Um, that's that's how I interpret it. Um, but uh, if you really want to find out more, tune in at two p.m. today um, in, in in NASA's uh, teleconference.
0: Awesome, perfect. So this next story is about Zika, but don't worry, it ends on a positive note. So if uh, you've heard about Zika, it's uh, it's a virus that's been spreading around the world, and so it causes birth defects, but it doesn't really do anything to the people that it infects. It's mostly that next generation that it really affects. Yeah. Um, it's come into the U.S. now through Puerto Rico and Florida, and randomly there's a case in Utah. Really? Yeah, so that's kind of crazy. Um, this brings up this new technique that... Uh, has been going around called gene drives, and basically the entire species will be gone within a couple of generations because this thing is 100% inheritable rather than 50-50 like most genetic variations. Basically, it's a way to wipe out an entire species.
1: Because they have babies, and those babies are not able to produce.
0: Right, they're sterile. They're born sterile. So basically, um, all that's left is the moral question of whether or not it's right to wipe out an entire species and then there's the logistical question of unintended consequences what will happen if we just wipe out an entire species of mosquitoes so let's dive right into the big topic for today which is the presidential debate tonight
1: dun, dun, dun. yeah
0: so this is the first debate between trump and hillary it's the first time they'll be on the same stage at the same time
1: except at trump's wedding but that doesn't count <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah, right that's... right did, she was at trump's wedding right
0: i have no idea
1: uh she was
0: anyway like we said at the beginning of the show um this is likely to be the most watched event ever in television history so this rivals the super bowl the past few super bowls have been the most watched events i think the top one was Katy perry's halftime performance uh, Ever watched? Last year. So I was actually watching that one. Oh, wow. I was, I was actually watching that one live. And, you are and a statistic. So when I, Yeah, I'm part of the statistic. So today actually marks the 56th anniversary of the first televised debate wow. for um, presidential debates. And it was Nixon versus Kennedy. Very interesting story there because the people that listened on the radio thought that Nixon won. But people tuning in on... Uh, the television thought that Kennedy won because he looked so much more calm and collected. Uh, Kind of like people listening to this podcast may think that Sean is smarter. Or more attractive. Or more attractive, but in reality, it's me. And so, you just never know. (laughs) Really, there's there's a saying that's going around. I don't know who first came up with it, but um, people are saying, debates won't win you an election, but they may lose you the election. And so... um, there's, there's a lot of expectations going into this debate. It's kind of all about performance and zingers. That's what tonight will be about. They're fun. They're entertaining. Are, is there a lot of substance to them? Maybe not. But we're looking... What are we looking for? Zingers. We're right? looking for zingers. We're looking for a performance.
1: So this is the first of three. Um, it's happening tonight at 9 p.m. Make sure you tune in. So the moderator will be Lester Holt. He is an NBC reporter. Uh, and it's interesting. Trump has talked about Lester Holt before... This is what he said in one of his rallies. He said, I think Lester Holt will be very fair, but a lot of people will be watching to see if that's true. And then later, he, uh, in talking to uh, Bill O'Reilly, he said, Lester Holt's a Democrat. He said, they're all Democrats. It's an unfair system. Uh, Time magazine actually found out that uh, he was registered as a
0: Republican in New York since 2003. And there's so many sports analogies here. Just like... In some of the controversial games people talk about the referees sometimes do people do talk about the moderators so uh we'll see how lester does tonight so what should we look for in this debate what you'll see
1: in any type of politician is something called the dodge so so let's give an example so candle ask me if i made my bed this morning
0: sean did you or did you not make your bed this morning Now, that's a
1: good question. I'm glad you asked that because I feel like cleanliness and and orderliness is really important. In fact, (laughs) uh, in the workplace, I'm really clean. I clean up my desk and everybody knows that I'm the most organized. And so I really feel like cleanliness is important in the workplace.
0: A very political answer. Good job. (laughs)
1: Thanks. So, yeah, you saw what happened there. I mean, in in all all reality, I don't think I did make my bed this morning. Um, But yeah, I, 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 and it is true, and like I don't, I don't even feel, feel like I lied there. We've seen it with Hillary and Trump. With Hillary, like with her emails, she, she would dodge the issue, uh, t- talking about Benghazi. Trump about um, whether Barack Obama was born in the United States. Uh, he, he's done plenty of dodges with that, with his tax returns especially. So this is how we're going to cover the debate, Kendall. It would be nice if we had somewhere where we'd have concise one-sentence statements on what they believe, and I looked no further than Twitter, where you have a 140-character limit to tell you what, uh, to express what you believe. So here we have the
0: un-uninformed mock Twitter debates. (laughs) All right, so basically the way we're going to do this is we've each prepared questions that the moderator might ask, and then twitter replies so we we looked at the uh, we looked at hillary's twitter account we looked at uh, trump's twitter account we formulated some questions that maybe lester holt could ask tonight and their answers come directly from their twitter and we'll we'll discuss a few of those so all right now to trump i will be uh reading trump's tweets and i will be the
1: moderator all right mr trump what is your response to the recent racial tensions with police in Charlotte, North Carolina? Crooked Hillary's
0: bad judgment forced her to announce that she would go to Charlotte on Sunday to grandstand. Dem polls said no way. Dumb. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. Oh,
1: okay, please um, rate this for uh, rate this podcast uh, based off based of, off of my Trump impersonation. No, no, actually, well, I thought it was pretty dang good. <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> all right so he had a few he did have a few tweets on this uh recent uh event in charlotte north carolina and then his other tweet was hopefully the violence and unrest in charlotte will come to an immediate end to those injured get well soon we need unity and leadership
1: i liked how positive that was um it's refreshing next question mr trump let's talk about taxes
0: what do you think about the current tax system? Hillary Clinton just lost every Republican vote, including never Trump, all farmers and small business, by saying she'll tax estates at 65%. Um, but 65%? Wow. Sounds crazy. I don't know where that number comes from or if it's even accurate. Um, <laughs> That's what I really want to know here. But uh, that, that doesn't seem to stop Trump from bringing those kinds of things up, whether it's on Twitter or in actual actual interviews. So Trump,
1: you've heard about the New York bombings. As president, how would you address
0: this issue? So his first tweet, he says, I would like to express my warmest regards, best wishes, and condolences to all of the families and victims of the horrible bombing in New York City. As we know, um, there were no deaths. And so it was a traumatic but experience, injuries. but yeah, there yeah. were injuries, but... um. That's a that's a very heartfelt tweet. The next one he says, once again, someone we were told is okay. Turns out, someone we were told is okay turns out to be a terrorist who wants to destroy our country and its people. Um, this this uh, suspect in the New York bombings he was investigated.
1: Not every radical Islam thing we've seen in the U.S. has been a
0: recent immigrant. Right, and so that that gets to the point of what measures would actually be effective, and what measures are affecting people that are innocent. Um, take whatever issue you want, uh, whether it's gun control or abortion or whatever you want, and look at the policy and look at is it actually getting done what we want it to get done, or are we affecting people that are law-abiding citizens? So say with gun yeah. control, you know, the pro-gun people would argue that a lot of gun laws affect them adversely and aren't actually going after the criminals that they were set up to go after, these laws. And so it's the same thing with vetting people who travel abroad to Afghanistan Pakistan, people with a certain religious background, Muslims. Um, Are these things going to actually get people, get the people that we want to get, get the terrorists? Or are they going to negatively affect um, innocent people? And there's, there's a lot of principles at stake there, too.
1: We want both of these as Americans. We want to be safe. And we don't want people to be criminalized, especially based off of their religion or their skin color or anything like that. Right. With recent mass shootings in the U.S., the issue of stronger gun laws has been a big topic of discussion. What is your stance on gun control?
0: Hey, speaking of gun control. <laughs> all right, so his his tweet was... Crooked Hillary wants to take your Second Amendment rights away. Will guns be taken from her heavily armed Secret Service detail? Maybe not! Exclamation point. Is Hillary
1: really about taking down the Second Amendment?
0: I, I don't know if she really has an agenda there, or if she's just going to do things because it's kind of the popular thing to do. Trump made a statement a few weeks ago that was almost insinuating that the Second Amendment guys out there should do something about Hillary. I think that was the wording or something like that. And
1: Oh, and it sounded like a threat. Even, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Even taken in context. I mean, it was just not a smart thing to say. <sighs> and so, um, but, but then people, the media was trying to do this with this tweet as well and say, Trump wants to disarm Hillary's secret service detail. And it's like, no, he's just trying to point out some hypocrisy here. Right, you know? right. The
1: other one is, is, is something to really be scared at. But this one is, yeah, the hypocrisy thing.
0: Mr. Trump, what is your plan
1: in reducing crime, improving the economy, increasing wealth, reducing poverty, improving diplomatic relations, improving education, and funding social initiatives?
0: I'm building a wall, and Mexico will pay for it hashtag MAGA MAGA so that means make America great again oh oh yeah okay
1: but there's a lot of truth to this there's been a slew of issues where Trump has pointed to building a wall will be the solution and it wasn't just for immigration
0: so right now I'll be asking the questions like I'm the moderator and Sean will be Hillary have fun uh Hillary what about the kids I want to give our kids a
1: safer world that means a world with stronger allies, more friends, fewer enemies, and fewer nuclear weapons.
0: definitely something kids these days worry about. I know right,
1: <laughs> kids and nuclear weapons, kids and I mean enemies, friends and allies, yeah, okay, I understand that, but nuclear weapons uh yeah no. she went
0: she went deep there real quick
1: yeah and and, and
0: you know what <laughs> I don't want my kids to have nuclear weapons either all right, next is. What will you implement to win over young Bernie supporters? Every student should be able to graduate from college without taking on any debt.
1: And then there's a picture in the, in the tweet that says, Under Hillary's plan, families of, with income up to $125,000 will pay no tuition in in-state public
0: colleges and universities. So that's interesting. I think that is a strong point with a lot of Bernie's supporters, the free college thing.
1: And what has, maybe Kendall, you can help me with this. What has Bernie said about free college? Does he say like free across the board or debt free? Do you have any idea what Bernie has said?
0: With Bernie, one of Bernie's most controversial claims or ideas was that he would use taxing on Wall Street speculation to pay for college, to make college free.
1: Um, What I'm looking for in this debate is Democrats are really good at ideals. I'm sometimes skeptical about their implementation of them. Right. Because this is ideal. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to to not have to pay for college. Um,
0: how are we going to do it? Next question. If Donald Trump loses this election to you, what do you think is next for him? When we leave people out
1: or write them off, we not only shortchange them and their dreams, we shortchange our country in our future
0: (laughs) that's an interesting tweet (laughs) to go with that question (laughs) okay uh, i had fun taking that out of context if you want to give opportunities to everybody that includes mr trump right
1: uh and, and when she's talking about compassion are we really seeing that compassion towards trump
0: next question how would you feel if you lost this election it would after all be your third failed attempt to be president
1: when americans get knocked down we get right back up again we refuse to quit no matter what that's the spirit we need in this election,
0: so she'll run again if <laughs> I don't know at age ninety five she'll run
1: <laughs> seriously. President Obama first coined this um when he was uh started being her surrogate running for her basically he said, well, uh, Hillary's somebody who's resilient when she gets knocked down, she gets put back up again." Um, It's interesting he said that because he's the one... He's the one that knocked them down (laughs) in 2008. Yeah, so so I think that was a
0: a subtle way of saying that. Yeah. Next question. Why do you think a third-party candidate, Gary Johnson, gained so much traction this election season? The American people deserve something to vote for,
1: not just against.
0: Okay, Sean, you're clearly (laughs) manipulating these tweets here. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, that one I had fun with because I, I thought it was interesting. The whole Gary Johnson... Campaign was about appealing to the never Trump and the never Hillary people who were dissatisfied about both, and she was saying we need to focus on the good in the campaign. Um, unfortunately, I haven't seen that. There were there has been so many negative posts on both sides on on the Twitter on the Twitter sphere.
0: Polling suggests that that is the case. People are voting against the other candidate rather than for the candidate they're voting for, um, w- which leads. To my my last question I prepared for you, Kendall. What is the main bullet point for your campaign?
1: Donald Trump is totally unfit and unqualified to be president of the United States.
0: That's the main point of her <laughs> campaign. And in a lot of ways, that's the main point of what Trump has built his campaign around. Um, there's a lot of mudslinging in this, in this uh, election season. And uh, we're going to continue to see that. But sometimes it can be a little fun, so... Let's just enjoy the drama. All right. So thanks, you guys, so much for listening. Uh, This has been Un-Uninformed with Kendall Monette. And Sean Seavey.